You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. to the Two Old Dolphins Podcast, a proud member of the Dolphin Talk Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alex Sides and me, Scott Quiggle. Hey everyone, before we get started today, I'd like to ask a favor of you. Please go to our website at twooldolfans.com and sign up for email notifications. The only time we typically send anything out is when we publish a podcast, um, and you will receive that email immediately upon us publishing it, which guarantees that you will hear the podcast probably a day before anyone else, as it's taking very long to populate the various uh, platforms, you know, iTunes and Google Play and Spotify these days, so do that um we'd also like to grow the podcast so if you could follow us on twitter or instagram or facebook that would be great tell your friends about us that would be even better thanks hello and welcome to another episode of two old dolphins my buddy alex is here with me today how you doing alex doing great doing great man i'm still feeling hmm, not so pleased about the results we saw in germany i think the problem that has made it linger as much or more than any other game has been the deluge of, you know, haters and national media combined jumping up and down saying, look, see, our narrative is true. The Dolphins can't beat a good team. What do you have to say about that? You know, if we would have uh, not fumbled that last, the last two plays, uh, it really would, would well the first half, the first half and the last two plays, uh, really left me with a bad taste yeah. because it really shows that we we the first half we could talk you know we're gonna talk about it but yeah. really what 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 happened uh, at the end is really what what got me because if we would have tied that game even not not had the two point conversion I would have been okay mm-hmm. let's say we would have tried for a two point not make it and lose twenty one twenty I would have been okay. But losing the way we did, that's where I think a lot of people still look at us and say they just they're just not quite right, and they're right. It was a Keystone Cops way of losing. Yeah, and that's it that's was what an that's what hurts. Way of, of losing. It's it it reminded me honestly of the Bills game last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. How did we lose? We couldn't get a play in. We can't. You know, we just we can't get the playoff. It just just looks it looks ill prepared. It looks like we're just fumbling things away and that that's the only problem that's the key problem i had the first half uh you know let's, we should dive right into it. that first half first of all i was in miami for the game well you know the game's in in uh Frankfurt, germany germany yeah. germany but i was in miami and uh i was there for a wedding and uh, a cool thing happened we'll talk about it later at, at one of the events of the wedding in the actual uh, rehearsal <laughs> dinner uh but uh, the key i we go to a bar 
on Sunset there in Miami, and it uh, friends show up, friends that I've known for years, and we're all there watching the game. The atmosphere was so exciting. It was phenomenal. The people were happy. Uh, it was a buzz in the air. felt almost like a playoff. At that early time, which in Miami was 9.30 in the morning, it felt like it, everybody was there, people saying, how do we get beer in here? We want to drink beer. It was all. It was very festive, very happy, very energetic. And then we lay an egg for the first half, and it was just it was hard. Yeah, I think you called me from the bar and said, I'm going to leave soon or something like that. I called you twice. I, I, I called you, you the, to know that it's like a morgue in here. It, it, it was unreal. It was, it, was, it, it was such a high energy. And then uh, we start the game, and we have that, you know, that we're not ready. Let's call a timeout. It's just that, that just got me. I looked, I called you. I said, boy, I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. It just looked like how the hell do you get a delay of game in the second play of the game? Not what we call the timeout, but yeah. with the second play of the game. Yeah. It's, it's beyond me. That's coaching. And, and that's, that's our problem. This you is know, where our, our young, everybody loves coach keeps fumbling. He's fumbling. He's fumbling. And and he's fumbling away, and the in the first half it just looked like they we were just not prepared uh, to play the game. Yeah, that's the which way. Which was just shocking to me. I mean, first, if you listen to last week's podcast, Alejandro was Captain Positive. He's awesome. Ten times more positive than you are. Well, <laughs> it's it's hard for me to be positive I when know. we go in there and lay an egg. We're, we're old and and scarred, and he's not. So no, good for him. Yeah, no. Uh, well, he rubbed off on me. I got supercharged up, and I felt like, I mean, it's rare when I have a feeling before a game that's going to be a challenging game that we're going to win. Like I feel like we're going to win, and I felt like we we're going to win. I'm there like, you go. Things are on our side. Having X and. Ramsey out there for the first time working together in a game. It's just all going to add up, and, and we're going to kick their ass. And, and I, I guess I just wanted to quiet the, the various narratives that were creeping back somewhat. You know, the Dolphins can't beat a good team narrative, and the Tua can't win a big game narrative. Those are the two things. The haters for Tua are back. And I'm not just talking about some Dolphin haters, the – yeah, the typical haters from other teams that just find reasons to hate on you because they're, they're they're your you know rival or whatever. I'm gonna correct but you on it's that. It's the but, national mm-hmm. media, mm-hmm. right? So you said the word they're you know the phrase they're they're back. I don't think they never left. They're well, just yeah. They, I mean, they're just never left. Uh, they people, just took a knee. <laughs> yeah, they took a knee for when Tua throws for you know whatever four, 550 yards. They shut up a little, mm-hmm. and then they they come back. Well, he did it against a bad team. I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. He did it because of Hill. Look, th- th- that's to me. Putting, what, do you, what do we do to Denver? I know, but I so you know right? it's funny. And Denver, don't you kind of wish week before beat Kansas City? Don't you so wish? A, don't you a, wish we kind of never did that to Denver? In a way, I hope, uh, you know, scoring that 70, first of all, it changes our numbers yeah. so that when you people... When everything you, is skewed. Yeah, everything is skewed because everybody mm-hmm. looks at Miami and you say, well, hey, Miami, you boy, you guys are the most potent offense or one of the most in the history of mankind. If you put a normal number in there, it would... 40. Yeah, we would Even drop 40. Quite a bit. It yeah. would be a tremendous difference. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but looking at what, at what happened with this game, uh, McDaniel just... The first half was horrible, horrible play calling. That it starts at the beginning, and I'll, I'll harp on it again until they. Hopefully, when they, the, this will change. Are we going to do coin flip? What the coin flip? All right. So, I, I have to just. I'll, I'll let you kick off. I'll let you go off. But uh, it's, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably like, oh God, these guys are talking about it again. <laughs> 
this game, more than probably any other game of the entire season, was the one to try taking the ball. Because both things are true. Our, our offense is supposed to be super important, and we know that their offense is deadly. And so what do you want to do in that situation? Yeah, I definitely want to we take always control. Say, take we control. always say, go mm -hmm. down and punch him in the face and score first, right? That would but have in, been great. But in this case, it's doubled. Because the last thing you want to do is give them more opportunities to have the I mean, ball. to me, to kick off to Mahomes, I don't care about getting the ball in the second half. I really don't give a damn. No, me either. I want to Especially take control of the game. in this circumstance. What if we were up 7-0? The whole... It would have, the whole, changed, it would have right. changed the narrative. It would have changed it, but not the way we, we started the game. But again, it, our defense is one that I trust now. And, and I'm starting to trust more and more every day. That defense... It is obviously getting better. They're adjusting. They're starting to get their pieces back. It's looking We're good. We're getting more pressure on quarterbacks, even... Tremendous pressure. Yes. It's I mean, it's we, happening. We, the numbers of Mahomes, I mean, uh, we should take a dive into it, but boy, it's unreal. If you told me that Kansas City was going to be held to 267 yards total and offense... Points. And 14 points. Uh, 14 points. I and would say we won that game. Kelsey, the greatest tight end down, in the history no of football, right? Yeah. Was held to 14 total yards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And somehow there's we no, still won our. There's no way game. we could have lost that game. Yeah, I know. That's another. Yeah. <laughs> and we somehow won that game. And I, I'll tell you, I, it's weird because even if we, if Kelsey would have gotten, uh, you know, 40 points, we somehow lost. And we game. would have won the, the game. Yeah. That's all that matters. And we somehow that we didn't put it together to win this game. And I think it's going to be a growing experience for Miami. It better be uh, that we cannot fund. We can't keep this up. We can't keep fumbling the ball. Our offense, the turnover ratio uh, for our team for the year. I, I Have you wonder what it is? Yes, I wonder what it is. Okay, and our turnover ratio for differential for the year is negative four, which is a, a formula for failure. It's a simple formula for failure. Uh, we have 13 turnovers, and we have created nine. That creating nine is not too bad. That's one per game. Mm -hmm. You look at that. We've played nine games. Yes, correct. That's damn uh, six and three. Yep. That would be okay. You know, get one turnover a game. The problem is we are giving up, you know, 13 total turnovers. Uh, we fumbled the ball twice. Oh, excuse me, five times. We, we, we've taken five fumbles. We've intercepted. We've intercepted the ball four times, and we've thrown eight interceptions, mm. including two for touchdowns. Yeah, uh, that I'm aware. And fumbles for touchdowns as well as we know because mm -hmm. of city game. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh, and I know that that was controversial, but needless to say, you, when you turn the ball over 13 times, it's just unacceptable. Yeah, and that has to be cleaned up. That's. That's the problems that we're seeing right now with this team. Is uh, those are the kind of things that they have to clean up before the playoff starts, and we hopefully make those playoffs, and which I think we will. I think the road is wide open. The next games are very easy and dual, winnable for Miami. Let me ask you a question. Uh huh. Do you recall, think of, or refer to Mike McDaniel as a genius? Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see a genius. I see a, a very smart intellectual gentleman who learns from his mistakes mm -hmm. that so far he has shown that ability and who is very creative in his design. He also abandons the run a little bit too fast for my taste. I don't think he's a genius in his play calling tendencies. No, I, I don't think he's a genius in, well, here's a, here's another question for you. When you talk about great offenses, 
Um, and the, with a combination of good uh, offensive coaching, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the game, what do you expect? Efficiency. Why? Because they're being coached up. That simple. What process is there usually for... Usually game planning. Okay. What know? part of game planning? What? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to get the word scripted. Oh, scripted. Yeah. Yeah, you know... Do, do you think... Yeah. I think he's been asked this question and, and like made a joke out of it or something at one point. It might have even been last year. Um, but this year, uh, how many times have we scored on the first or second drive? I, I don't expect you to just pull the answer out of, out of your butt for that one. The point is, I can't recall us, this number one offense, scoring on the first drive for quite some time. That yeah, we is seem where, to stumble. That is where it's supposed to be scripted. And if you want to see a perfect example of a scripted, executed drive, look at the Chiefs game. The Chiefs got the ball first, and they went right down the field and nothing that we tried on defense worked, and they scored a touchdown. They also did if a, mati- you're a genius, they also did a meticulous ninety-five yard drive for another touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a genius, then you should be good at scripting. And again, this is another reason to try. Just flip the script one time, and try taking the ball first. Right? If if I always say, you know, he reminds me of an agilist or you know, understanding of business agility and the way he operates and, and all that stuff. But one thing that you do in agility um, is be empirical in nature and you try different things, mm-hmm. right? At least, oh God, would somebody that listens to this podcast please pick up the phone, call McDaniel, and insist that if he wins the toss, he just tries it one time. See what happens. Take control of the game. Yes. And actually... Actually, put your best unit on the field, which might may not be our best unit. It may in, not in be in the very anymore. near future. Yeah, it might be our defense. The, the script. They're better work. coach. They're yeah. better coach. And yeah. uh, look, I mean, did you watch that little video? It almost made me cry. That one of the people in our uh, text group posted. No, it was like a a summary of uh, the Super Bowl and the undefeated season. Uh, it was I a may, little. I probably seen it. Uh, it. The, the one from Sunk. I totally forgot that we had both the number one offense and oh, the number yeah, one no, defense. Oh yeah, I never forget that. Yeah. No, no, no. I never. That. <laughs> I mean, I'm that, not, I re- of course. The reason I never remember forget, them being great, but the actually ranked number one. On okay. The reason the reason I never forget is because words that resonated for the you know my entire life was when I was petrified that we were going to lose when we gave up that touchdown in 1972 and it was 14-7 mm-hmm. and they held us and we went to punt and the announcer said, and Miami's going to call upon his number one defense to stop them one more time. I'll never forget those words. And it was, on, uh, it's, you know, it always resonated with me that we weren't, we were such a great defense. I, I mean, the MVP of that Super Bowl was what, a defensive player or offensive player? It was a defensive player. There you go. And it was the wrong one. You know, probably we should have been. It probably should have been many interceptions, but Fernandez had seventeen tackles. Yeah, Fernandez was out of control. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, both of those guys were. What a dominant performance! It's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, But you know, talk about dominant performance. Uh, Mozart had twelve carries, eighty something yards, eighty-five, I think it is, Mm seven point one yards average per carry. In that last drive, 
when he popped uh, off twenty six, I think two it was consecutive runs. I'm like, twenty five yards. Right. We, we yeah. found the crack in their defense. They're not trying to, you know, focus on stopping the run when they're expecting us to run mm-hmm. because they're expecting us to throw, keep running until they have to make an adjustment. And we and, abandoned it immediately and, immediately and went uh, four straight passes. And not only that, but brought in Ahmed. Yeah, Ahmed, Ahmed had Moster, who had the hot well, hand. Well, Ahmed was awesome, man. He had four carries. Excuse me, three carries for four yards. Yeah, uh, that's what. I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the point. That's exactly the point. Okay. I, it doesn't make any what, sense. What, if you're gonna if you're gonna run, right? Why are you running with Ahmed when the guy is so can't break a tackle or force somebody to miss when there's a, you know quick pressure on him? Where when you have a guy like Wilson, Wilson has that ability to do a good one cut and or run through somebody, you know, run through if, a tackle. If, if McDaniel wasn't our head coach and he was our offensive coordinator. We We'd would, be really critical of him. We would be super critical. Yeah. We would really be critical. And I think the biggest thing that we would be criticizing is play calling and his lack of, of feel for the game at many yeah. times. Mm-hmm. You know, the running the ball and then abandoning it. Uh, the, you know, the, he's learned. Like I said, he's grown. There was time boy, enough on the clock to run the ball some more. And they were saying, well, we don't want to We don't want to leave too much time on the clock. Well, to, to passing the ball doesn't exactly stop the clock. Yeah, exactly. Especially with the, when you're incomplete. But look, overall, now, now the first half ended, and, and, and we, I left the bar, like you said earlier. So what I did is I left the bar. I thought it was jinx. I, I, I left my friends. I said, guys, I love you all. I'm out of here. I wasn't going to sit there in this morgue. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the people weren't bringing us water. It was like, you know, uh, you know, whatever. Everybody was so everybody was checked out. So I left, and then things started getting a little bit better. They did. Uh, they started you know, coming back. Uh, Kimoko is uh, it's a defensive end. It's a friend of Brittany's. As he's injured, uh, played for the Niners, and uh, he we I picked him up, and we started talking. And the way back, he had the game on the phone, and. He said, hey, you see, good luck. We scored, we scored, we still look great. It was great to see the comeback. It was awesome to see the defense be so suffocating. Yeah. It was so many positive signs until we shitted ourselves at the end of the game. That's it. Yep. The rest- All the opportunity mm-hmm. for a, just a great finish. Just a, a, a game a to classic talk finish. about. A, a classic legendary finish. Yes. circumstance for the fans of just NFL fans, for the NFL fans in, in Frankfurt, for, you know, I keep seeing this narrative that it was not a Chiefs home game. It was, yeah. Oh I, my I, we, we God. heard the crowd. Did you just look at the crowd? There would be one aqua dot for every, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 red you know, shirts in, in the crowd. It was a Chiefs home game. Yeah, okay. so. we, basically everything was even with these guys. We played them toe-to-toe. That's the bottom line. And, and, and we were expecting, like I said before, and I, I call Alejandro and said, please mention it, that we are going to get the A game of Kansas City. And I think they got our A game for only a half. That's the difference. Second half, yeah. They played their best they could, and we counterpunched. But they played two, you know, basically, I think, a complete game because their defense stepped up in the second half. Uh, they didn't score in the second half. Yeah, we held them to zero. We held them to zero, and one more time, our, our you know, our defense tried everything. If they would have scored, it would have been great. But boy, we they did everything else but score for us. That defense, <laughs> they they did everything yeah, else. They did. And when you look at the, I took a look. You know, we always like look at the the ranking and how our players did with Pro Football Focus. And uh, having Armstead back, it's it's amazing. His pass blocking came in at seventy, almost like seventy nine. 
We had Connor Williams at 78, Austin Jackson at 76. Those guys just super, super shine. I mean, uh, very poor for Jones. I hope he's going to be okay. Um, and everyone else, Eichenberg I came in at 43. Of course he did. So every, <laughs> everything, everything same as it ever was. Yeah. Now, run blocking where, you know, you got to take a look at that and see sure. what happened there. Uh, run blocking, our best run blocker was Eichenberg at 67. There's a surprise. That's good. Armstead at 64. Connor William at 62. So basically, they didn't run block us well, but you wouldn't tell by the numbers we were pulling off. No. Those backs were getting there. They were getting them. Well, not those back. One in, back. In the first half, because our backs weren't doing squat. Wilson, Wilson did not do anything. They were getting met in the backfield. Yeah, well, we, we definitely blocked better as time went half. by. In the yeah. same, yeah, Austin Jackson came in pretty poor at 52. And Jones, horrific. Jones had bad all the way around. Yeah. Uh, but. We need Hunt back. Hunt's we need, we need, I, I, and I've been hearing and that we're he's getting better. Him back. And he's getting back. And yeah. he's going to, he's going to come back. And so is uh, Aishang. Yes. He's coming back. I, you know. I can't, can't wait to see wait. that kid. Can't the, wait to see him. The Raiders are coming to Miami and we'll be the healthiest we've been all season. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, t- talking about the Raiders real quick, I mean, just to g- get a little bit of into that game, just uh, slightly. We should absolutely slaughter them. Here comes, here comes a team that got a new coach, yep. fired everybody. Yep. And by the way, I haven't heard this, but I think it's about the dumbest thing. Oh, that, listen to our podcast. I can't. I okay, still can't listen to this. Listen I, to well, I was a little podcast. busy in Miami partying. Yeah, okay, the, here's the story. acceptable. But, you drive around so much. You no, love driving no, around. No, you just driving put it on. Around. No, I was, I was uh, partying, man. I was having fun. I had, a, I had to release the stress after that junk game. Uh, but no, you know. Uh, when you look, when you look at the the Miami, what's what what we're getting right now? We're getting a team that fired the entire team, the entire front office, coaching staff. Everybody got fired, literally the you know, head coach, whatever. Uh, before, right after the trading that deadline, they fired the, the GM. The right after it was just ended. No. No, I, I'm pretty sure it just ended. No. It doesn't matter. It was like hours. Listen, listen. Who, whoever, I tell a story. Whoever. About- uh, another GM talking to the press wanted to remain anonymous. Said, "I've been trying to call the Raiders all day to make a trade to talk about their wide receivers because we wanted." Yeah, there's a there's, there's yeah. a wide receiver there. That's, yeah. uh, and so you can pretty much guess at who the was making the phone call, and and they said no one was answering the well, phone. Well, I'm glad nobody answered Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was either Kansas City or Baltimore, or, uh, I think. So. Yeah, probably yeah. one of those two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and now they have a rookie quarterback who really isn't that good uh, and a team that is, you know, played one inspirational game. But I think that now that we have film, that's where our coaching comes in. I believe that – that Fangio is going to eat this guy alive. Yeah, I think so. I too. think this is going to be a an unreal slaughter that's going to happen by our defense. Our offense just needs to, you know, score a little bit. You know, twenty points, whatever. But we're going to win that game handedly. I can't. I'm I'm dying to see a chain running behind this offensive line. I hope the offensive like line. you saw it before. He's going to yes. be awesome. But look, by the way, the history on the Raiders and the Dolphins. Uh, We've we've won like ten of the last twelve games, thirteen of the last sixteen. I mean, we've dominated the the series recently, and that only brings us to twenty one and nineteen total. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. we, we were not doing well against our friendly Raiders or unfriendly Raiders. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Raiders have a great illustrious history, uh, but this mess that they've created over there, I mean, we've got to take advantage, and we have beaten the teams that we need to beat. Yep. This, this, this is a, uh, I don't know, what do you call it, uh, softball? I mean, as, as, as a guest in the NFL, getting a rookie quarterback who I never heard of. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're playing, you know, this this kid in Houston, you know, Stout, one of these guys. We're Stroud playing, is ripping Stroud is, up. Stroud is Holy amazing. Holy cow, yes. Yeah, but you got to be a real genius to have him on a fantasy team, which he's my starting quarterback on mm-hmm. the team. Yeah. Anyway, great guy, great great quarterback. But the listen, but we're going to win this game, and we're going to go on a streak here because we've got some easy games coming up. We do. And that's what's important. we got to win those games. And like I said early on, if we hold our home court and win all these home games, we're going to win, not win, make the playoffs or hopefully win this division and get ourselves in the playoffs in a position that we can actually show up and hopefully have a game that we don't shoot ourselves in the foot. Right. Because that's what we've been doing all this year. We can't clean this up. Yeah. Clean we up could. The, the, we could. The penalties have gotten right better. Right now when I close my part. eyes, I see us making the playoffs. I see us losing our first game because we mismanage it or shoot ourselves in the foot. So I need to be convinced otherwise with things that I see on the field. Corrections I think our made, defense is going to change. Mistakes being cut back, yeah. penalties being cut back. Our penalties weren't too bad against these uh, guys. You know, that they came at really inopportune times. You know, you score a first first down on a great Mo- Mostert run, and then it's called back. They were penalized. And then you don't get the first down and you punt. Yeah, we well, we, we each had one turnover. We each had, uh, you know. Let's talk about, six, let's talk about the turnover, penalties. which was the difference in the game. I know we're going backwards for a second. Yeah, you know. Okay, when I saw it live, I, it, I, this has happened to me twice. I, I talked to you a few weeks ago about uh, the Miami Hurricane game where clearly it was not a fumble, where clearly it was a another play that was a, uh, a safety. And, I mean, indisputable evidence. And you've seen the films. This, mm-hmm. to me, was, you know, should have been called dead. I mean, it's forward progress was stopped. Uh, I even questioned whether it was, if it was even a legit catch. Yeah, it was both. Was it problem is is it happened so fast that the but refs what's the made, review? Well, exactly, that's what I was getting to. That I could see why the refs could potentially call it wrong. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Because it happened so fast. Yes. Uh, that it, maybe they thought the ball came out on initial contact or something, rather than after he'd been, you know, pushed back or, or. Whatever the circumstance is, I thought for sure that after the review, it was either going to be an incomplete pass or forward progress. Those are the two choices I thought were going to yes. be made, and, one or the other. And nobody was even talking about that. I thought it was going to be, you know, really an incomplete pass. Um, but, yeah, you know what? Yeah, but and they that made was the, the play we didn't. That was the difference. How did we not tackle them was the difference in the game how did we not stop them that's another thing we let them just ramble rumble right well i mean the the guy who picked up the (laughs) ball was being tackled he was on his way down when he you know turned and flipped it back to the guy behind him (laughs) which is lucky as hell too it's just 
The whole well, there was a lack around. of hustle on our team on that play. I'm sorry. I think everybody thought it was going to be an incomplete pass or something. I mean, they just quit. They quit on it. There was only like one guy chasing all the way down. Yeah. It it was overall an embarrassing half for Miami and an appropriate way. You know, funny. Both the first half and the second half ended with us really doing ridiculous plays. Yeah, Keystone Cop plays. Yeah, it was it was those type of things that. And that's something that. Oh no! Should I play the bring out the no, old clown? No, music the clown again? thing. No, we're not that bad. <laughs> okay. I think we've we moved beyond the clown situation. Uh, we're now a team that's learning to win, and we haven't learned it yet. We're not learning to close the door. We're still shooting ourselves in the foot. We're, we're but that I think is correctable. Against, all right, against good teams, that is the narrative. So, Again, and and it because we've blown the doors off of bad teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we should look ahead at at our schedule and just take a you know you know a look at where we are as a team and where we th- you think we we could end up you know uh, I know your your opinion was uh, we were going to end up nine and seven right and yes. I was like and I I'll you know I even said it I think in the last podcast that I'm changing that by two games. So and we've won every game at home, and I think we're going to continue to win every game Scott, at our, home. It's got our, our record that we re, that we predicted. All the losses were the ones that I called. Every single Dude, one. My record is perfect. Yeah, so is mine. Every no, it isn't. It is, of course, it is. We, I was six and three. <laughs> I have to. I, there's none of these games I predicted we were going to lose. Okay. No, I predicted we were going to lose the 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 Buffalo game, and we were gonna we were gonna lose the Kansas City game. For sure, I predicted those two in the Philadelphia game. You, I thought you also picked one other loss. No, I predicted a better score. record than you. Well, I, I know that you would have been impossible. But I had us at six and three at this spot, and every I did. I did single too. Game, Me too. Every single game I called I it right. It is has been exactly correct. Yeah. I didn't want to be. Of course, I didn't want to be right. On yeah, well, the losses. second half of the season is where you you went south, and I went. I keep going yes. north. Well, I mean, now that we know what has happened to like the Redskins and, and stuff like that, they're trading their whole defense away, and they weren't going to be good anyway. Yeah, well, and the, and and, and their the Panthers, the Panthers is a reason why they had the number one pick in the draft, yeah. and the Oakland has become or whatever they are, the Raiders of, of whatever Vegas have been a joke for many many years, and they're just continuously going to be a joke. And I think well, all these yeah. teams we predicted, and uh, what, what what the only thing we would not have predicted, which is two games that are coming up that you had issues with uh, in your predictions, uh, which is the the Jets, because the Jets did have Rodgers. Right. I said we were going to split. Uh, we're going to slaughter I, them. And I also said – But we I hate gonna, the Jets so much. I also I call said it we were going to go on the road and lose to the Commanders in that – you know how every, you, every year you lose a surprise game? That was your you surprise game. That was my surprise game. We're going to slaughter the, the so, Commandos. I think so too. Whatever their name is. Yeah. <laughs> The Redskins? The, the Redskins. No, they're yes. being lawsuits over that one, huh? Yep. No? Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna join me? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, remember sure my point was the okay. initial point was bad offensive line, no depth, and that Tua is gonna get hurt. And I said, This is my prediction, assuming that Tua is going to miss a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. And if he stays upright, then we'll, well have a better. That's record. why it's called predictions. Yeah, but I know I, that I went with nine and eight because I was betting. Well, that look, Tua we, was going to get hurt. We got the Raiders right after the Raiders. We have the Jets, and after what I saw, the Jets on Monday night. Is that the home game or the away game? I, that's I the never, away game. All right, so it's a little harder. Ah, come on, why? We're gonna have we're gonna hear more booze. <laughs> you know, 
I mean, the the Jets this offense on the, the road Jets are going to fight. What it is at home? Okay, that's that. I'm sick and tired of Omar of those comments. Okay. The only guy I hear of that narrative is Omar Kelly, and and it's because he says our our offense doesn't travel. Yeah. Well, I think our coach is not traveling very well, but <laughs> it's not the offense. It really isn't. The fact is that on the road, we're just having issues. In Miami, we just happened to have run across Denver where we tattooed them for 70. Yeah. And that's making everything look, you know, like, oh, we're such an incredible home team. Right. We haven't played a good team at home. No, we have not. So not when one. we play a good team, I'm, I'm telling you. Some of this ugly shit could, Dallas, could veer us. Our, our first good team. Our at first home. good team, and it's and that, and that could on, veer. On. The ugly head could yep. it could have it could happen again. So we'll see. We'll see, but it's not it's not that. I, I don't see yeah. it at all. Uh, I think we'll you know we're going to beat the Jets. Uh, our it, hardest road game left is clearly Baltimore. Yeah, but, but look, uh, clearly the Jets are going to give us a battle because that's their Super Bowl. You know. Yes. Uh, they've always been this loser franchise that if they win against Miami twice, their fans their fan base is happy. Okay. <laughs> That's really that's, honestly that's my. They end. don't need to take that's, the play, make that's the, the playoffs. It's just they don't about, care about yeah. that. They're like, oh, you know, look, we beat the Dolphins. That's that's all they care. Yeah. Okay, then the 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 Commanders. They predict, they predict going to the Super Bowl every year. You know, the Commanders. I I rather call them Commandos. You know, I think it's cooler. But anyway, better name. The Commanders. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna win that game. We're gonna we're gonna yeah, sack so Sam Howell's gonna get sacked maybe seven times. Yep. Uh, the Titans are. A Do joke. you know why I was afraid of them? Why I had a little fear of going on the road against them. Their defense. And in particular? Uh, Chase. Yeah, their defensive line. Yeah, their defensive line. We and they got rid of guys. both and they're Sweat both gone. and Chase. Awesome. So. That's great. We're going to see Sweat today, actually, playing for the Bears. Uh, okay. And the Titans, uh, I mean, another I mean, two out of four games playing rookie quarterbacks that suck. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this guy, they're saying he's going to be good. But, okay, he's still a rookie. I don't care. I don't care if you're going to be good. I don't care if you throw at, at Hopkins 20 billion times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to put a guy on him called Ramsey. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. I'll take our chances. Then we got the Jets again, and this one should be a complete blowout. Yes. Uh, it's going to be a Black Friday where green is going to be covered in black. It's going to be over. I totally agree. Uh, the Cowboys test, test, yes. test. Big test at home. That's the big one. And then the Ravens on the road. I don't know why, why can't the Ravens come to Miami. Well, last time they did, they tattooed the shit out of us. Yeah, that was quite a while ago. That was our rebuilding it was really team. Ugly. It was our rebuilding team, yep. and mm-hmm. we we were putting out a uh, you know a joke of a team. We traded our our left tackle like a couple of days before the game. Yeah, yep. You know, um, but anyway, uh, I think we could beat them. But again. we've beaten them since then. We could beat them again. So I don't you know? think we've ever beaten them in Baltimore. Oh, well, we beat the shit out of them in Baltimore last, last year. That was last year. That's when we I got like. I thought that was a home game. No? That was four touchdowns that we got against them in yeah. Baltimore. All right. And then the Bills coming to Miami. That game, I'm hopefully, hopefully, I'm hoping that that game is meaningless and we could just bench everybody. That's exactly what I said to your son last week. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, when we lost the way we lost to to the Bills, the first thing I said is, I can't wait till they come to Miami. Because I want to take everything that I read or saw from the Bills Mafia idiots and ram it right to the ass. But but that circumstance is kind of likely, I think, that we could be a a couple games ahead of them by the time we get to that point, and it won't Mm -hmm. matter. And it won't matter. Yeah. I I think we could really come back and... uh, You're still playing for home field advantage, though. Right. Yes. So if the number if if it's between us being the number two or the number three, where we get a buy or don't get a buy, then we have to win that game. 
So it'll still be something to play for, even if we've already got the AFC East locked up. Well, uh, got a lot of games to win before. It's going to be fun. I think this, uh, hopefully, uh, we're going to get a couple of more guys back, Hunt and H. Hang back, mm-hmm. and really go on a tear where we could conceivably win 90% of these games. Even on a tear, we're going to have to hear the stupid narrative from the Colin Cowturds of the I'm, world. I'm okay with it, man. I'm, listen, we're going to hear that Tua sucks. If when he wins the Super Bowl, it's because the team was so good. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I've already... It's because Hill ca- caught every pass. Yeah, it's, or, you guys yeah. that follow this social media stuff, you, you guys get... Cu- I, I don't I don't even watch the news. I don't, I don't care. It's better not to. It's better sure. not to. I, I'm happy. I, I love what this Dolphin team is doing. I'm really glad. We'd have and, zero followers if I didn't do stuff in social media. But, but look, early Earlier, I said that there was uh, an event that happened. Uh, we had the uh, the rehearsal dinner, which I had no idea what I was doing there. Yeah, because I'm not in the. You're not in the wedding party. I'm not in the wedding party. Usually, rehearsal dinners are wedding party only. But was I got your, invited, and I heard there was going to be beer and food and TV with the daughter. Was the, your daughter in the wedding party? No. Then why were you there? Because it was Anna free food, you. free yeah. food and beer, and I love Anna. I love her yeah. kids; they're uh-huh. great, they're fantastic. And David and all—I mean, congratulations, Davis and Janice, by the way, lovely couple, tying it, tying the knot there. Uh, it was awesome. But, but what anyway, happened? so I'm at the bar, man, and uh, there's this big old guy um, that uh, kind of looked like a linebacker a little bit, you know. And it was one of our favorite receiver, Orlando Gaston, was actually. Uh, at the bar greeting you know talking and super guy was always talked and uh he was working there he was you know he was kind of i don't know i think he was promoting something i don't know but anyway we 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 talked for a while and he was just you know super nice guy he said you know he'll he'll come on our podcast and i said that's fantastic you know i want i want you to talk about obviously the your Marino days, which we all want to know about. Yes. Uh, but also what his opinion is on these modern Dolphins, you know, this uh, this new Dolphin team that's come up. That is, it's exciting. It's what's, exciting. What does he think about the coach? What does he think about Tua? Yeah, I didn't get yeah. into anything with him. Yeah. I basically, it was. No, no, we'll, we'll ask him. Yeah, questions. yeah, I know we will. But it was it yeah. was very vanilla, but he was such a cool guy. And also I like to even talk about his son. His son supposedly uh, it's a you know, candidate to be in the NFL. Plays for Syracuse. Great receiver. Uh, cool. So it's cool. I wish that yeah. kid success. I wish he was a hurricane, but you know, we'll ask him why why that didn't happen. Yeah, sure. You know, yeah. uh, but uh, keep the local talent home, man. But anyway, I wish the kid success, and it'll be awesome to have him on the on the show, and and just to have him share those experience. And I'd love to hear his point of view on what's happening. Well, let's make that happen as it soon will. as we can. We will. I'll make it happen for sure. Awesome. Cool. Well, it's been fun, Scotty. We can't wait one week. We what are we gonna do this weekend? Just cheer against uh, against who? Uh, I don't know. I might I might have a no football Sunday. I haven't decided what I'm gonna do that day. Well, I gotta watch. I for mean, fantasy. if it's no football, then I'll be doing something. Maybe an extended band practice, or go wine tasting, or or just do something different to disconnect for a week. Yeah. But yeah, I know fantasy. But I have alerts set up on my phone so that thing's going off all day on Sundays and Monday nights and whatever. Sounds like fun. So yeah. Sounds like fun. Got to figure something out first. Well, all right, buddy. So it's been great. Let's go. Let's go, Dolphins. And let's. Uh, let's we'll do a podcast next week if there's anything that breaks. Yes. Otherwise. You know? Otherwise, after the game. Two weeks. Yep. You yeah. Got it. Well, maybe this will. Maybe if we. Hop, 
be a Ronde Gadsden next week. Yeah, that might be cool. We could set that up. Maybe that's cool. Maybe that will bring him in for a special, uh, a special one-on-one or one-on-two or two-on-one, or whatever that is. <laughs> special interview. All right. Okay. Yes. You got it. All right. Three, two, one. Go Dolphins. Two Old Dolphins podcast is proud to be a member of the Dolphins Talk Podcast Network. In addition to our website at twooldolphans.com, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many more, we can also be found at dolphinstalk.com. We have a sponsor we'd like to thank, Sawbox Music Company, makers of eclectic stringed instruments, boutique tube amplifiers, and custom portable music devices. Check them out at sawboxguitars.com. That's S-A-W-B-O-X-G-U-I-T-A-R-S.com. Or find them on Facebook. You can reach out to us through our website and email address that's there. Or find us on Twitter where we're very active. Uh, we have an Instagram account that we post to occasionally and uh, a Facebook page. Our podcast contains the music of two bands. We'd like to thank the original Tartanic drum and bagpipe champions. You can find their music and more at tartanic.net. A huge shout out to Rick the Jesus and the boys of Adelitas Way. Can't thank them enough for allowing us to use their kick-ass rock in our podcast. You can find them everywhere. Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Spotify. And make sure to catch them when they're touring because they are the best. <laughs>